Hello, travelers. I'm Angelica. I'm Isabella. I'm Riley. And this is True Crime International. Today we're pretty excited because this is our first layover episode. These episodes aren't all that different. They just are going to be a bit shorter than our other episodes. Yay! Yes, and we are so excited to add these in too because they're just shorter stories, but we still want to tell them. So they're going to be like mini episodes, but we're calling them layovers because they're just a stop on the way to our other countries, but they are in also other countries. The routes make no sense, but just <laughs> accept it. We're going to be hopping it. back and forth, but it's okay. Um, some of the times, most of the times, these will probably be on our Patreon, but there may be a time or two where you get two episodes a week, like this one, the week of Halloween, and it's just because they're cool cases, and we're excited to share them with you guys. Happy so, spooky season. I know. <laughs> we hope you enjoy them as much as we do. And I'm going to hand it over to Isabella. Yeah. So if you like this layover episode, uh, maybe consider hopping onto our Patreon because you will get uh, plenty of these as well as some other extra bonus content that we'll be putting on there. So check it out. There's only one level currently, but we would love to add more. We just need some people on the Patreon to start. So feel free to head on over there. But on that note, Angelica, where are we stopping today? Today? We're stopping in Italy in a town called Chiavenna. This is the case I mentioned in my other Italian case about Erica and Omar, those lovely children. Um, but this, Great people. This is the story of the murder of Maria Laura Mainetti. And surprise, it also has some wonderful children who make an appearance. Seems to be a common theme. <laughs> yeah, you know, great, great kids. We love them. Um, all right, so Maniati was a 60-year-old mother superior of a convent in the town. The convent was known for helping juvenile delinquents, and Maniati herself was known for working with prostitutes and drug addicts, and it seemed like she was just a generally selfless woman. Like, she just wanted to help the citizens of her city. Town. So it was like a place where it was like a place where people in need could go and they could get the help that they needed to get better. Yeah, and and she would okay. like reach out to them too. Mm-hmm. So she seemed like a sweet decent lady. But tragically, she was found dead on the morning of June 7th, 2000 in a local park. She had been stabbed to death and she had 19 stab wounds. That was my fourth death day. <laughs> that was on my fourth birthday. Happy birthday to me! Yeah, nineteen is a lot of stab yes, wounds. Too. It's, it's, yeah, it's sounds extensive. Personal. Yeah, it sounds personal and just like someone clearly had a vendetta against this woman. So, because Manetti did so much work with local people, especially on the streets, it wasn't unusual for her to go out at night. So, on the night of June 6th, she had actually gotten a call from a young girl 
who had apparently been raped, and she was thinking that she wanted an abortion. So Minetti went to meet with her. I think it was probably a common thing for people to confide in her, so I doubt she thought this was any different than the usual things she dealt with. Unfortunately, the caller had extremely malicious intentions. Three weeks later, three young girls who were like 16 and 17 were arrested for the murder. Wait, so when you said young girl, you meant like a teenager? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, just just like Erica and Omar. That escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, these girls were Ambro Genasso, Melina de Giambattista, and Veronica Pietrobelli. They had been found out because there had been a witness that night who had seen all three girls. And I'm assuming that this isn't a big town, so maybe that's why someone was able to know who Minetti was talking to. After this, police began recording their phone calls, and in at least one of these, they discussed killing her. Okay, if this is a small town, why did they think that they could just go out in public and talk to this lady and not be seen at all? I I am honestly not sure. I don't think these girls were like... Seems like they thought they were invincible or something. There. Yeah. Oh, teenagers always think they're invincible. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, Minetti had also fought, clearly, because when they were doing their investigation, they found a clump of hair in her hand, and the hair belonged to one of the three girls. I don't oh know which God. one, but she had, like, gone out fighting them. I mean... If I were a 16 or 17-year-old girl, I would not fight a grown woman because obviously the grown woman would most of the time win and put up a fight. But she was, like, older, though. Mm. Like, how old? Did you say? Yeah, Did I, I just said, that part? Um, Oh, 60-year-old. Yeah. Still, I don't know. Also, if you were a teenager, you wouldn't murder anyone. Yeah, <laughs> so you wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> My thoughts are probably in a different area. <laughs> um, so this case is another one of those, oh, but they were normal girls situations. They hadn't been violent. In the, yeah. They hadn't been violent in the past. Their families were pretty usual. But as we've come to discover, this doesn't mean shit. No, literally nothing. Yeah. The girls initially said it was for, quote, for a game, which just infuriates me because murdering people isn't a fucking game. Like, I don't No, And you hear that <laughs> stuff all the time. Like those girls that like were playing the Slenderman game a couple oh, years yeah. ago. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. They, like, why, they, they why stabbed did their these... friend like 14 times. Yes. Why do these people keep playing these murderous games Stop. i know it's fucked up don't i know that that was gonna... a game though that was i think they genuinely believed in slender man and were, oh like, they did sacrificing this poor girl you're to gonna she... get caught she oh survived God. though you're so gonna... that was good yeah but still that's traumatic yeah it's literally fucking awful can't imagine oh my god bella our friend josh used to like act like he was like slender man like was in our subdivision 
and he would scare the he did. shit out of me. He had some sort of like bat or something that he said like he carried around. I don't maybe I'm misremembering, but he scared the shit out of me. He liked to do that. I always remember him talking about Slenderman in class, but I didn't know what Slenderman was and I didn't care enough to ask. <laughs> Why was he talking yeah, about never... that? Like I don't get it. I, I just know that Slenderman's like some really tall, slender man who's supposed to be scary, but I I know nothing else. That's yeah. it. I literally but, don't care. I don't care about it. <laughs> Me either. Uh, but that wasn't like, it was not a game, actually, because they'd actually killed her in a satanic sacrifice. As, oh. as one does. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I guess they had decided to denounce Christianity and to worship the devil. But they didn't even really, like, do that right. Because Satanists, like, proper Satanists, don't fucking act like that. Like, that's Well, they don't not... even worship Satan. No. Satanism no. is not about worshipping Satan. <laughs> it's just, like, they weren't doing it right. The girls had planned out all of this. Like, I found a report... That said they had made a blood pact or promise or something. And I don't know if it was supposed to be just with like, each other. Like, you become, like, blood sisters I don't know. you, like, touch your blood? I don't know if it was just supposed to be with each other or, or with the devil. But it happened. And it was set to heavy metal music. Of course. Of course it was. Of course it fucking was. Yeah. And I just... So can't. they so they, they thought that they had, like, sold their souls to the devil, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. And I just <laughs> Time can't. to take out Mother Superior. <laughs> and I just can't always take stuff like this seriously because of the whole stereotype surrounding that genre. Like, after this case, people were like, hmm, metal music made them do it. <laughs> it's Literally, like, that's like dude. satanic panic. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I listen to metal music. It doesn't make me go out and kill someone. Maybe it's because you're Jewish, not Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then again, Riley's Catholic and she's also not going out and killing people. But, but I also uh, have avoided metal music my entire life because I have a phobia of vomit and screamo always sound oh. like people vomiting okay. to me. <laughs> so I think it's fair to identify that most of the metal music I listen to, like I definitely will listen to screamo occasionally. But, like, most of the metal music I listen to is, like, 80s hair metal. <laughs> oh, I love 80s hair metal. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know any of this because I don't hype. listen to it. I, Twisted Sister is my fave. Yeah. No, I, I box to 80s hair metal. I love it. It just gets me in the zone. But anyway. So, these girls apparently said, quote, We wanted to kill the parish priest, Father Ambrosio. But he was too fat. We would what? never have been able. So we thought of the nun. We prepared a trap. <laughs> so they really thought this through. And I, it just is really unfortunate because she wasn't even their original target. It was like out of convenience. And like why? Why kill someone that's doing like good? So much. Like that was like going to come help you. Like right? that's just so sinister yeah it's fucked up i found some sources that they thought of minetti because she had been their catechism teacher but i'm not positive if that's true also i just want to make fun of myself for a second here 
I already told Isabella and Riley, but um, when I was looking up this case, I saw the word catechism, and I know what catechism is, but I did not know it was spelled like that. So I was just like looking at this word like, wow, <laughs> like what? Um, but yeah, so that's me making fun of me. Okay, so the girls planned it so they could do it on the 6th. June was the sixth month of the year because, you know, the number six. They, it's the devil's number, whatever. They also intended to stab her 18 times, like 666, but. Oh, like six times three. Yeah. Um, but they were in such a frenzy that they accidentally stabbed her an extra time. I wonder what they, I wonder what was like going through their head and what they said when they accidentally stabbed her one more time. Like, bro, why'd you stab her again? Does the sacrifice no, not like not work at that point? <laughs> I know. Right? Like, null and void. And besides the stabbing, Minetti had been made to kneel while the girls shouted hateful stuff at her. Melena hit her in the head with a brick, and Ambra hit her head against a wall several times. Where were they doing this? You said this was in a park? Yeah, well, like in the open? I think so. It may have been an alleyway, like connected to the park. Um, when I looked at oh, pictures okay. of the scene, it seemed to be like between two brick buildings. I suppose. And they met her in the park. So I guess they could have been like, oh, come talk in a more secluded area. Italian parks are much different than michigan parks as well yeah i'm assuming so that's I more of my like, head i'm like yeah i'm thinking like in my head I'm like, park. open okay gotcha. yeah i don't I, not like swing set park i'm guessing <laughs> that'd be dark that'd be dark for mm. a four-year-old to find <laughs> um and apparently before she died my netty prayed out loud asking for forgiveness for the girls which is oh my god that's for the girls, yeah, that's so sad. It's so that sad. That breaks my heart. Like, she spent her whole life looking out for a young woman, and she wanted goodness for these girls who, like, I honestly don't think deserve it. Like, they're, they're shits. I mean, imagine no, being so pure-hearted that you pray for the forgiveness of the people brutalizing you as they're doing it. Literally. Oh, yeah. They were all tried on August 9th in 2001. The prosecution requested longer lengths in sentence than the girls were actually given. Melina and Veronica were convicted of murder and sentenced to eight years, six months imprisonment. Because I guess... Eight years and six months? Yeah. I guess they were considered partially insane when they committed the crime, which I, I don't get. They weren't insane. They were playing their stupid little Literally. game. And then, they literally, there's no way that they're insane because they they did it for 666 and then they counted that they wanted to stab her 18 times. Yeah, like they planned no, it. No insane person is like counting their stabs. Yeah. Unless that's like a very... Um, Unless they have like OCD or yes. something. And even that, like, that doesn't... It's not the same as insanity. Like, and even, <laughs> it wasn't and even that, Exactly. And... And I know OCD is portrayed like terribly on like TV shows and stuff, but even then, it doesn't show them like meticulously like murdering people. Uh, yeah. Anyways, also they're minors. How do you improve insanity in minors? I don't know that you can. The brain's not fully developed. Yeah. 
Yeah. That is true. That is like literally something um my mom, she listened to the other Italy case and she was like, I wonder if any of the um like if any of the discussions talked about how their brains weren't fully developed, like Erica and Omar's and none of these three girls either. Which is something I like literally didn't read about, but like that's a very good point because it's true. Oh yeah, super good point. Because I mean, um, when your brain isn't fully developed, I would think I'm. I have no idea if I'm like this is right or not, but I would think that your uh, decision making abilities not are not hindered, but they're definitely not fully developed. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and your discernment between right and wrong, like as a teenager, you're like, yeah. no, and that's this why, is right. Like, I'm also not sure how they could prove insanity when they were minors because like we have talked about how most disorders you can't diagnose until someone's like 18. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm not sure how they thought that would work, but, and then Abra, she was found just not guilty by reason of insanity and sentenced to three years in a detention center. So they didn't even have her like going to jail. In the same oh way. Oh my god. How do you improve how do you prove insanity in a minor? Someone yeah. please explain this to me. I know. How? Right? Does it make any sense? I don't get it. Um, and then the prosecution tried to overturn all of these to get longer sentences, but in the end, Ambra's was the only one who had a, her sentence changed, and she ended up getting sentenced with twelve years, four months imprisonment, and instead of being fully insane. They said she, too, was only partially insane. Okay, here's the thing. Insanity, like, in America, like, in, like, the courts, I'm pretty sure it's all or nothing. Like, you're either insane or you're not. There's not, like, oh, he's only half insane. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, I don't really know how that works. I mean, I think if you're, u- in the United States, I think if you're using insanity as a defense, especially something like murder... I think you have to be like balls to the walls crazy in order for it to work. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's way too easy for the prosecution to poke holes in it. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like all or nothing. Again, like mm-hmm. they either tell you you can use the insanity plea or you can't. There's no like, oh, partial insanity. And Veronica was released in 2004, Milena in 2006, and they both had to do community service for a while. Um, whoop de doo Yeah, right? I know, so right? they didn't even finish their sentences. And I'm not sure if Ambra completed her sentence, but she too was allowed out to participate in community service starting in 2007 until her release. So she was like, like, during the day she could go to community service, but that night she was back in the detention center or in prison? Yes. Which, but, like, they didn't even have to, like, actually stay in prison for that whole time because they were released early, all of them, which is really fucked up. And they all have new names and new lives now. I don't agree with that. If they're going to do something like that, then they should be able to deal with the repercussions. I know. I agree. It's definitely. It's such a tricky thing because it's like, on the one hand, you never want a mistake you made as a, a kid to follow you throughout your life. But they murdered someone. Brutally. Yeah. That's a fucking yeah. big brutally. Mistake. I think that's a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. 
This case also scared a lot of people because the girls had claimed Satan told them to do this. Um, And I guess a journalist wrote something like, quote, Satan is back. And the first thing I thought about was Fudge saying, he's back. He's really back about Voldemort. And that just really made me laugh. Um. (laughs) I mean, Satan is back has got to be like such. I mean, it's a catchy headline anywhere. But Italy is a Catholic country. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. The first thing I thought of was the Eminem song. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So they were all just really worried about teenagers again. Because like I said in the other episode, Italy was just like a hub for teenage killings during this time. Of course it was. Why wouldn't it be? In 2005, they began to phase out the beatification process for my nanny, which is the recognition of a person's entrance into heaven and ability to answer to people that pray to their name. Um, And then they also declared her a martyr. And usually a miracle needs to be present for all of this. But in her case, they waived it. Because they just I would too. thought so highly of her and the way she was taken from this world was just horrific. The beatification is scheduled for June 6th uh, for next year. Um, so it's on the anniversary of her murder. She has since been moved from the local cemetery and placed in the Collegiate Church of St. Lawrence. So they are making sure to honor and honor her in every possible way that they can. And I think that she certainly deserves it. She does. She seemed like such a sweet Yeah. All she wanted to do was help people. Definitely a good person. That was a good case. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. Very short and sweet. Oh, no. Not sweet. Just short. Short to short. Sad. She was sweet. Yes. She was sweet. Those three girls. If you want to find us on social media and hang out with us there, you can follow us on Instagram at truecrimeintl. We also have a Facebook group that you can come chat with us in. It is True Crime International. So if you just search that on the little search bar on Facebook, you'll find us there. And like Bella said, if you want to donate to our Patreon, we will have lots of fun stuff coming very soon. We are also going to begin our Red Eye episodes soon as well, which will be really fun. It will feature us, uh, Tipsy, talking about more well-known sort of mainstream cases and also just like any extra weird crime stuff that we feel like talking about, spooky stuff, whatever we can handle while we are a little bit buzzed. And those will be called Red Eyes because... Come on. And by and by a little bit buzz, we mean that we'll accidentally drink too much and then it'll be really fun. <laughs> yes, for sure. So the first one of those will be coming really soon. So look out for it. And then after that first one on our mainstream, uh, they will be on Patreon. So yet another reason to go check out our Patreon. We'll have layovers, we'll have red eyes, we'll have extra full-length episodes, tons of great stuff. So please come check us out. It's only five dollars a month for all that extra content. It's pretty cool. That's like two coffees. Just make two pots of coffee at your house instead of getting Starbucks. I mean, two coffees. $5, that's one coffee at Starbucks. I worked there. <laughs> well, if you're getting the fancy stuff, but like just a black cup of coffee is like... That's true. That's true. something. Yeah. Or... Who goes to... St- not very many people go to Starbucks. Anyway, we want to keep doing this and we want to put a lot of good content out, but it's hard if we're not... If we're just doing it all for free. So we appreciate everyone who donates even a penny. 
Well, travelers, it's time for True Crime International to take off, but we hope you've enjoyed your stay. 